Welcome back, you guys. Let's get right into the Q&A. Last week was part one with all of our Patreon questions. Thank you to everyone on Patreon who submitted. And now, let's keep it going. On to Facebook now. Cassie says, what is the most memorable case that you two have covered or is your favorite case? And I will just answer really quickly. I'll never forget. I mean, by the way, when I say memorable, I'm just thinking, what's the one thing that really disturbed me? You know, like all these years, all these episodes. Do you remember the one, Darren? I believe this was Martinis and Murder. It was the case. uh, BTK? That one, I remember that one well. But do you remember the one where the woman cut the guy's penis off and cooked it in a, um, like yeah, in so a like pot? A stew. Yeah, in yeah, a yeah. stew. She, um, what is that? She Lorena bobbed it to him. Yeah, yeah, she sure did. And I don't know. I just remember that recording that day, and just like we were all so skeeved out about the details. But yeah, um, but yeah. What about you? Do you have a memorable case? Yeah, actually, the one that kind of haunts me, and it's bad because I'm actually blanking on her name because we've gone through so many of these. This was actually covered maybe two months ago. Okay. Uh, The case of the girl who was held captive by her parents, who's literally like skin-fused with the couch. And I could, you know, this was actually on People Magazine and just like the mental illness that was going there. Just horrible when it has to deal with kids. And so that's kind of the one that sticks out to me the most. Yeah, that one was very difficult, actually. Um, Yeah. The other one, just really quickly, like a runner up, if you will, the the one of the most memorable moments, I would say, in all the cases that we've done has been when we were at Crime Con, I believe, New Orleans, and we were doing a, a full episode that day with on the Chris Watts case. I don't know if you remember that. And I remember like the room was filling up. And I remember looking out and I just saw a sea of people like the whole room was filled. There were lights, there were cameras, whatever. And I remember like going through the details of the Chris Watts case that day with you and just everybody. There were probably what, 300 people in the room that day. Yeah. And I just remember looking out and like everyone was super quiet. Like everyone was listening in. The Chris Watts thing had just broken. This was like 2019, I think. Um. And it was just like really like shocking. I was like, wow, this is like 300 people really just packed into this room, fascinated by the insidious nature of this guy, you know? So uh, that yeah. actually reminds me just of answering the questions before. Maura yeah. Murray would be interesting to solve as well. Yes. There's been a yes. lot going on there. And Tim and Lance have kind of dedicated a lot of their time. I miss them. Um, yeah, to, to solving that. So hopefully that will get solved at some point. Um, yeah. Lore from Facebook group wants to know what's your favorite food and why? Um, give me favorite. a sweet, give me a savory. That's it. Just okay. give me a sweet savory. My sweet go-to is probably, this is going to sound weird, but you know, the little Debbie Swiss cake rolls. Sure. Oh, I love them. I love them. Oh, sweet. Love too. They're not too, they're not super sweet. They're not like candy, but they're just satisfying after like, you know, a cute little dessert or something after a meal. I get it. Yeah. Favorite what about you? What's your food? sweet? Oh, my fa- my sweet is probably, okay, there's these like, do you know what, when I say rainbow cookies, I don't mean like sugar cookies with rainbow sprinkles. They're actually sold in a lot of um, like bakeries, but they're like chocolate with like marzipan colors in the center. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I know what you're trying to I've never met one I liked. The only one oh. I actually genuinely oh. like is from this local supermarket. My mom's going to know this if she's listening. <laughs> my mom buys them every single year. The local supermarket, King Supermarket, so amazing they remind me of my childhood we've had them since we were kids 
that's Halloween cute. candy would probably be like Reese's Pieces, Re- Re- a Reese's Pieces buttercup. But um, that's good. That's definitely good. these rainbow cookies. Favorite food? Yeah, like savory food. Um, geez, I don't know. I love so many different types of food. Me I mean, too. I'll just say type of food. I would say probably my favorite type of food is Thai. I love Thai food. I'm like a sushi or Greek type yeah. of person. I love yeah. cheese. I love a cheese it. I love a chicken piccata. I like like a acidic. I have like an acidic palate. You like an acidic? There you go. I like yes. that too. Um, a couple more here. Tegan says, if you could only drink one al- uh sorry, only drink one alcoholic and one non-alcoholic drink for the rest of your life, which ones and why? These are gonna be easy for me. I'll tell you right away. Number one, alcoholic drink, Bailey's. Duh. Sure. Sure. Of all kinds. I don't have to pick one. Bailey's. Non-alcoholic drink. I got it right here with me, babe. Diet. Diet Coke. Coke. I feel like that might be yours, Darren, but what is your answer? Uh, one alcoholic drink would probably be either like a vodka soda or a skinny mm-hmm. margarita. I like both of those. Um, I don't like anything sweet in terms of the drinking variety. Variety. My one non-alcoholic drink much as I love Diet Coke, I just prefer seltzer. Like seltzer is like my favorite thing in the world. So it's going to be carbonated water. It's going to be seltzer for you guys. Yeah. All right. Sounds Um, good. Amber wants to know favorite book. Well, I hate to be cliche. And I will admit, I'm not a huge book reader. Have you ever heard of Goodnight Moon? (laughs) The Hungry Caterpillar. Yeah. but not to be cliche, but I have to say it's probably Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. It's just mm, such a good movie. Good job, Darren. I'm shocked that you knew that. Yeah. That was the mo- that was the first book where I mean, I was really enjoying Harry Potter at that point, especially, but like that book is when it got really dark and crazy, kind of. It it, it was mainly dark and crazy. And I just remember that's when shit got real. That shit got real in that one. And I just remember how exciting, how excited I was every time I picked up the f- book. I was like, oh my God, what is happening next? I love it. And it was just, it really got me into Harry Potter and just, you know, it was great. What about you? Right. you? I know you read uh, a lot. So you've got my this favorite is interesting. book of all time is probably The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. Okay. Uh, I read that favorite. in high school, but I couldn't tell you a thing about it right now. Off the favorite, top of but we we'll probably have a handful more here. We'll get through these. Uh, Jimena, excuse me. How do you guys manage your time producing a podcast while also <laughs> having other careers? Do you feel overwhelmed or like you don't have enough personal time? Great question. Um, no, in fact, we love it. I mean, I only want to speak for myself. I love it. It's part of my work <laughs> schedule. This has been our in our lives for yeah. Started recording in 2017, so 17. going on seven years or so. But even um, before that, if you count currently, remember? Yeah, no, a couple more so years. Even for like you. yeah, eight nine <laughs> years. Um, it feels fun. I mean, it's part of. It feels like it feels like my personal life, but also my job at the same time. So I don't feel over overwhelmed by it. It's nice, kind of having like it feels relaxing, kind of coming here. What about you, John? Absolutely. I mean, that's exactly how I feel. I love producing. I love my job. I love my career outside and everything else that has to do with this stuff. Um, I never really feel overwhelmed. It does get tough editing everything. Like, you know, I would love to do other podcasts, to be honest, and talk about Marvel or Harry Potter, but I just don't have the time, the literal time, like to sit at my computer and do it. So I don't Right. right now, but but yeah, like Darren said, we both love doing this. So it's it doesn't feel overwhelming at all. We really love it. And honestly, you guys, everyone listening, really motivate us. We always talk, we talk separately outside of the show about everybody. 
um, behind your backs, but also just about how great everybody is and the motivation of doing the show comes from all of your 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 enthusiasm for it. So thank you for that. Um, here's more food questions, Darren. Mia says, if you had to choose a sandwich to describe your personalities, not necessarily your favorite, but one that is most like like you, what would you choose? Tuna melt. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. Fishy, gross. Yeah. Um, gosh. Um, spicy Italian, even though I'm not an Italian. Interesting. Um, maybe like a, maybe like a, like um, like a yeah. pastrami sandwich, like a pastrami oh on so rye with hungry. hot mustard. I know, me too. What oh my god, you, that sounds delicious. Um, I was originally going to say peanut butter and jelly, just because I don't it's know that kind of fits me and consistent. Thank you, but the, I will say I wanted to I wanted to save this for this question. Is there's hilariously Subway Sandwiches now offers a sandwich called the pickleball. Oh, okay, Lord, they're re- they're really leaning into the pickleball craze, and you, I think dude. it's I think it's like just your standard like ham, turkey, and cheese or something. But I was like, yeah, I'm probably the pickleball. Yeah. Uh, Jessica wants to know if you were another food related <laughs> question. If you were a candy bar, what yeah. kind would you be? Oh dear. Um, I mean. What I I don't know. Like I, I don't even know how to assess grand this. Because I feel like it oh, has oh. multiple ingredients. Oh. It's rich. It's rich. It's sweet. Um. Yeah, I would say hundred grand bar. Okay. Like yeah. Maybe a I'd be a gooiness in there. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Maybe I would be a Milky Way because I love space. Okay. How do you, can, does it get much cornier that's, than that? Yeah. That's, okay. That's great. Um, Moving on here. Wiki, I believe, is the name here. Says. Oh, we kind of answered this already. Which case that is unsolved would you most like to see solved? What we'll are your favorite? We yep. did talk about that. This person says, what are your favorite podcasts? Uh, who is Who in true crime would you most like to interview dead or alive? And what is your favorite documentary? Um, favorite podcast, Trixie and Katya's The Bald and the Beautiful. Uh, Frankie and Joey's The Basement Yard. Oh my God, I'm such a huge fan of them. Darren, they're doing a, their first ever live show in Montclair. Oh, um, no way. Yeah. And the I Wellmont really want I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I have oh. to check. Um, and I'm really tempted to go because they're like one of my favorites sure. right now. Anyway, um, so those are my favorite podcasts. What about you? Darren? I have a bunch. I mean, I listen to the daily every single day. I love Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me because I love um, anything game related. Um, I do like Glennon Doyle's podcast, We Can Do Hard Things uh, that she does with her wife, Abby Wambeck, and her sister. I thoroughly enjoy the Reason podcast. I love Dan Savage's Lovecast. That's right. You've That's loved that one for a while. Big one for me. This American Life just has tells really good stories. Um, yeah. And the fifth column. The fifth column is a great news, in-depth, argumentative type of podcast that I really, really <laughs> love. So uh, the That's fifth cool. column, as well as Esther Perel's Where Should We Begin? I love both nice. of those. That, look at you. You were just named a whole bunch of them. I love that. What can I say? Who would I interview, dead or alive? I think something like Charles Manson comes to mind. Like somebody who's like psychologically one of those people you want to just like maybe not sit in a room with, but maybe I'd interview him on Zoom. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in a room with that guy. Uh, for me, it'd probably be Andrea Yates. I've been kind of fascinated mm. by Andrea Yates since uh, the case came out since I was a little kid. She drowned her babies because God yeah. told her to uh, in the bathtub in the early 90s. And I've kind of been fascinated with her so i would like to interview andrea yates interesting and favorite documentary yeah. darren this is a big one you've watched a well, lot we answered, of documentaries. like the true crime 
the true crime one. I mean, there's just so many great documentaries out there. I mean, even with Vans, there's just so many good ones. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to name. It's like, I kind of, yeah. ha- I mean, I love the curious case of Natalia Grace. That was a documentary a about one. a great true. And that was a good one that I really enjoyed. Um, gosh, there's so many good ones. You know, the Casey Anthony one that was on Peacock really that was, was really good, good too. Because I was pretty captivated. Divided, yeah. And for that to happen is rare. Yeah, so that's true. Um, those are those, those are, are good. good. Yeah. Um, Coco wants to know, you have lots of people following you guys, looking up to you. What is one lesson that everyone should learn? What is one thing you want us to learn from you guys? That's a really <laughs> good question, Coco. Yeah, kind question. Um, I thought about this too. I, I don't know that I want anyone to learn anything. I mean, maybe learning compassion, you know, and understanding of of uh, the world around you. I think we need a little more of that in the world these days. And hearing some of these stories, as tragic as they are, could help put put that into perspective. But, you know, the earlier question about um, what advice would you give or whatever, I mean, one of the things I've always thought of is always following your heart, you know, like do the right thing, be kind, help your, help your neighbor, help your friends, help your, help your family, because it really does go a long way in terms of not just helping them. I mean, of course it's helpful and wonderful for them, but for me, helping people really um, in whatever way I can, whether it's this podcast, making entertaining people or elsewhere, it really gives me such a sense of like happiness, you know, such a sense of joy and and purpose even. Um, And so I always just follow my heart and do and try to just be as good of a person as I can, you know. What about you? I think that's well said. I, Darren's one like, no, I the think, opposite. <laughs> well, one lesson I think everyone should learn in life is just what are your boundaries? What are you comfortable with? That's what are you a not good comfortable one. And setting your own boundaries in life. Very personally, good one. Professionally, everything wise. Uh, it's really important to know your boundaries and to stick to them and not disappoint yourself uh, with that. And yeah. what is one thing that you want us to learn from you? Yeah, I, yeah. I think for me, just like trust, but verify. It's not like kind of like a believe all victim type of thing, but a trust, but verify. I think there's so much nuance in cases not to believe every headline that you read, or at least if you're going to be in a headline, be curious enough to read about it and be open-minded enough to change your mind about things. I think that's really, really hard to do. And I think that's really important. In fact, sometimes it's hard for me to follow my own advice with that, but if I could, you know, give you some piece of advice, it would certainly be that. Yeah. And not even with headlines, you know, like just in life, like when you're talking to people as you go through life, you know, I think it's a good way to look at life. Yeah. I try not to judge people by their first reaction, but by their last reaction. And so that's like a good philosophy, I think. I like that. That's really good. All right. Here's a good one. Kylie and Mitz asked and others actually, what happened with Matt? (laughs) That's a great question. That's a great Great question. We've answered this a few times. Uh, you know, Matt, back when we started this show, we were just taking the show in a different direction creatively. And, you know, Darren and I wanted to do our own thing, and that's fine. And we 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 went different ways. And, you know, unfortunately, yeah. we haven't really kept in touch with Matt. And Matt, frankly, hasn't kept in touch with us to, more specifically. And that's really all there is. There's nothing... I don't no feel, bad blood. Yeah, yeah, there's no, no bad, bad blood, blood at all. We are not those types of people. I'm, I, I can speak on both of our behalves, Darren, I think, because we've talked about this so much, you know, we're not holding grudges by any means, but we frankly just don't really know. We don't know much more than anyone else to be f- completely honest with you. And we hope that he's well and 
Maybe but one day he'll know, come on the show. Yeah, can yeah. someone tell us? We don't know. Just let us know. Well, piggybacking on that, because yeah. these are martinis and murder days, Kylie yeah. also asked, how old is baby Tersh now? Three, that's right. Four yeah. or 34. I don't yeah. know what she's asking there. Did Dan four, ever yeah. greet his wife? And do either of you miss <laughs> New York? Dan. Dan. Kylie. Dan. Dan. Your wife Dan. is here. Dan. Your wife's here. Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Dan. Oh, my God. We haven't listening. done that. We haven't done Dan. that in a while. That's your weird. Wife is here. Baby Tersh Ew. is 18 and, you know, has rapid, there's, you know, the thing about a Tersh. There's rapid what? Is what was your rapid, There's rapid growth. Some year you can go three okay. years. Other years you grow three months. Yeah. And so right now, 18, you uh-huh. know, out uh-huh. of the house. Thank God. How many you know? deer years are we talking here too? That's a whole other thing. Yeah, there's that's a whole years. other math yeah. thing. Um, I hope Dan did greet his wife. Although I we keep so. calling a Dan and he ever has. And yeah. I do miss New York. I do miss New York. I miss New York a lot. Yeah, I do Not miss New York. Not that I don't York. love LA. I just also yeah. miss New York. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we talked about this so much when Darren was moving. New York will always feel like home and it'll yes. always be waiting for you. That's the great thing about New York. Like, I know that's cliche and like every city you can pretty much say that about, but there's something about New York where you really can just like go back Once and click back it, in. Yeah. You you can always go back. And in I will and tell you, Darren, right I don't, in. yeah, and I don't know if you've felt this yet, Darren, you should tell me, but. I always said before you before you moved, I was like one of the one of the really nice things is going back to New York as a quote unquote tourist, if that's what you want to call it. It's weird for me, but yeah, it is weird. But it's like knowing how to get around a city that you don't li- exactly live in right now is really nice. Like I really love that about New York, you know. So, you know, I miss New York, and the thing about me, and I'm sure maybe Darren, maybe potentially, is that you know, maybe I'll be back. Maybe I'll end up back there someday. You know, I'm just kind of playing, you know, I'm the type of person that kind of plays life day by day, you know? So we'll have to see exactly where day it all pans out. But day. Do you yes. remember, um, I thought you were about to sing day by day. Well, na, I'd say, na, um, na, na, na. uh, wet hot American summer joke. Oh, day okay. by day. Day yeah. by day. Day by day. Um, Sarah says, will you please come to crime con in Nashville? Pretty we please. Nashville. Yeah. Missed you at this year's. I don't, is that, it's I thought May Nashville. May 31st through June 2nd, 2024. I just, they're back in up. Nashville already. Okay. They're back in Nashville. I think I'm going to be away on a family vacation, but great time to be in Nashville. I got to say we had a great yeah. time. In yeah. Crime Nashville con was cool. Nashville. Yeah, I don't know that we will probably do Crime Con. Um, you never know. Well, never. You never know. Let's see how the how the year plays out. Listen, if you guys want us to show up anywhere, this is a fun note. Go and tell the organizers because that helps us get to those places uh, yes, a little easier. Great. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, uh, more to last, come in twenty twenty four about where we'll be. Last question for our holidays: Ask us anything. Julie asks. Listen. What are your late night go-to snack items? I like that like 85% were food related. <laughs> food, like what is going on here? I love it. Um, yeah, go your ahead. Go-to Darren. late night go uh your late night go-to snack items. Okay. I love a popcorn. I love a cheese yeah. it. Yeah, I was just gonna um, say cheese it. Costco has these like has these um what are they, sorbets that are in fruit? Like you can have like a mango pomegranate sorbet half of a mango. Fucking love that if I want something sweet. A baby bell cheese never really hurt me. Okay. I also like chips and salsa. I mean, Ooh, I run the you've gamut. Got some good ones. Yeah, those what are some you? good ones. I was gonna say Cheez Its. Like I all I typically always have Cheez Its for a little the quick toasty snack. Ones, like the little dirt yeah. and burned crispy. Yeah, ones. They're good. Ooh. I also, you know what I got into this fall? Sugar now, um, 
Don't judge me. But I'm you know the judging. like raisin bread that you can buy, like the swirl. I think it's Pepperidge Farm or something. It's yeah, like raisin bread. Not a monster. And I, and I got this um, pumpkin spice flavored butter and put that on the top. Like, I know it sounds a little bread? weird. Yeah. It sounds a little weird. It was so delicious. Darren, you got really dark, by the way, if you're watching on I don't know how what I happened to I was thinking about it, but like we've been recording for we've two been hours and for the sun while. has yeah. gone down. I'm just going to, I'm going to see yeah. if closing my jade Okay. House. Yeah. Oh, whatever you want to do. I'll just finish up my little pumpkin spice butter thing. But anyway, it was so good. It was a perfect little snack. It was like just filling enough, not too many calories, not too bad for you. Um, That's good. Yeah. Darren's left the, left Hold the on. chat, everybody. No, Everyone it's fine. Relax. Everyone chill. Everyone chill. Hold on. I mean, we are finishing the episode. Okay, here we go. All right, okay, that's, that's something. Better. That's, that's better. better. That's better. I had to finish. I had to finish off on a good. You were note. just kind of like fading away into like vampire I know, mode, like, and I remember thought I when I had just that. had like my hands at one time <laughs> yes. when I was moving, and it was like freaky. Um, yes. Well, guys, these were amazing yes, questions. Yes, thank you, John. Thank you for compiling. This was so fun. Yeah. Hope you guys an amazing holiday. I can't wait to hear about everyone's New Year plan. I want to hear everyone's resolutions, what people are doing, and you know the boundaries they're going to (laughs) break. And you know the cliche we have to say here is "See you next year." Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and on that note, on the flip side, guys, we'll see you then. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.